You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. The most paper I've heard moved around in a <laughs> single session. Like, oh my God. We like are... a radio show guy. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Are we recording? This week? Garrison Keeler. What was that, John? Are we recording right now? For real? Are we? Re- okay. Never okay, mind. ready? I had a story. I'm not going to tell it. We have to- all right. Do <laughs> <laughs> Don't want this one. <laughs> now that we're all warmed up. Yeah. <coughs> I'm going to die. I've just been laughing too hard. I know. Like my cheeks hurt. Okay. 2017. Instead of doing our wrap up in January, we're going to do it now. I assume Star Wars would be a great movie. Okay, great. Whatever. We're not going to worry about that. What about, what about real the, quick, the Shape of Water, too? Yeah. That's out. That's out next week. Gerald Paul, you didn't, I don't know. People are posting on Twitter. You bastard. Because I, I wanted to see it this week. One yeah. of the things I do miss That's about Guillermo del Toro. screenings mm-hmm. where there's uh, cast Q&As after. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I lived in cool. New York. Yeah. Uh. Also, Rebecca. Guess what? You're Utah again. So. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's our Utah accent. Okay. So I want to talk movies to yeah. start. And I think we're going to probably spend a lot of time there. I made this list, not specifically that we have to talk about them, but just movies I thought were noteworthy from the year. Um, I would like to poke and prod at John and Rebecca a little bit mm-hmm. on a couple of these, but... Yeah, so real quick, I was sitting on the sprinkler the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick. <laughs> so you got an enema. Oh, man. You don't want to know about that. Why bring it up? <laughs> I was just joking. He's going into <laughs> yeah. You got to know when he's choking. Okay, so I made this list of just a bunch of movies I thought were noteworthy. I don't know if this will help you guys, but what were some of your favorite films of this year or why? Tyson, you'd written on here, and I don't want to know too much about it because I do want to see it, but Coco, sounds like it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Coco was awesome. Um, We just saw it, well, we saw opening weekend, so Thanksgiving weekend. Um, Took the three-year-old. It's, I mean, it's typical Pixar. It's beautiful to look at, great story. You know, move you to tears at some point, if yeah, not more, multiple times. More importantly, how was that Frozen short before? Oh, fuck me. You really want me to talk about it? No. I was trying to make a joke. Oh. Good well, job. Strong work, everybody. But no, Coco uh, is it's great. It's, it's kind of... It's not really what I was expecting. And it was... We took... Like I said, we took our three-year-old. And she hasn't really... Like she asked questions about death because like our dog died, but then it was like now we're taking her to this movie about Dia de los Muertos, Muertes, whatever Day Muertos. of the Dead. Fucking, I'm white. I'll call it Day of the Dead. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. Um, but uh, and I mean the whole movie is pretty much set in the afterlife and oh, about them trying to still be able to visit their living loved ones and the stipulations around that, like how they're able to go visit their loved ones and look after them hmm. um, on the Day of the Dead. It's like the one day a year they can go visit um, their loved ones. But right. There's stipulations as to whether or not they're able to do that. Hmm. And so um, essentially this little boy, like his family, his band music from their family um, because of goings-ons in his great-grandmother's life. The Footloose family. they're the footloose family the hispanic footloose family of the town (laughs) and uh 
So he thinks like he doesn't really know who his great grandfather is, and he thinks he figures it out and steals his guitar, and then it uh, through some goings ons leads him into the afterlife. And he runs into his family, his extended family that have passed on, and they kind of help him on this adventure to find his grandfather and hmm. um, get back to the real world before he gets stuck in in the day in the the dead world. So, I mean, the animation is gorgeous. I would say this is easily top three one of Pixar's most pretty films to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts off a little slow um, before it really picks up. But that's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not like I was bored. It's just kind of like, okay, what, what's going on here? What direction is this going to go? But then by the end, it's just like choking back tears. And the, sound, <laughs> the soundtrack is great. I have a weak spot for Spanish guitar. I just love the sound of it. Sure. And so like the whole soundtrack and score of the movie is just amazing to listen to. Like I immediately got in the car afterwards and like <laughs> found it on Apple Music. So I would say Coco is probably one of the stronger films of the year is Pixar generally tends to do just like teaching kids to look forward to and accept death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, your clock's ticking. You might as well. <laughs> there was kind of some splaining to do. Yeah. So Nick, my friend, were there any movies this year that stood out for you? Did you want this list back? Uh, no, I've got some of them here. Yeah, what is this? Part of the list. That's the like top grossing. So the, yeah, I thought this would be garbage. You're the box office guy, anyhow. Maybe you can point out some of the what was the best received dollar wise, but probably shit movies. Say Beauty and the Beast was not very good. Oh, it was terrible. I liked it, like, but it wasn't one point two billion dollars. It's good. the top grossing movie of the year. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a Disney remake of a classic Disney cartoon. Of course, it's going to be. If Murder She Wrote isn't singing. The theme song. I don't. I don't want to see it. I went. Was, she still. She still sings the best version. Yeah, it was, it was disappointing. Isn't the, wasn't she on the news recently for something? Yeah, she yeah. led a uh, tickle torture ring. <laughs> <laughs> what were the top five? Uh, Beauty and the Beast, The Fate of the Furious. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm. Is this like Fast and the Furious fifteen? No, eight. It's the eighth one. Fate the eight of the, of the Furious. Furious. Jesus, idiot. Nick. Fucking idiot. Fucking moron. <laughs> oh, yeah. Angela Lansbury says women must sometimes take blame for sexual harassment. That's She's she old, you know? That makes sense. She <laughs> is asking for it, actually. She She's super old. Have <laughs> you seen the way she dresses? Yeah. Um, Number three. Despicable Me 3. Really? Tyson, what yeah. did it make? How was it? Uh, One billion dollars. <laughs> A billion dollars for yes. that movie? Yes. This is worldwide gross. That's still, and it is gross. It was uh, <laughs> Trey Parker, right? He was the villain. Yeah, yeah. So, which was the best part I'm of the whole movie. Check it out. It was. Yeah. I did not know that. I, didn't know I mean, we didn't scramble. To, we didn't go see it in theaters, but when it came out, Edith likes those movies, so we bought it. Yeah, Edith likes those. No, I, I like. <laughs> I like them enough. It's not. I don't think yeah, it's Edith anything likes to... Legos. She yeah. likes Legos a lot. She loves Legos. <laughs> For her number four, number four is Spider Man Homecoming. You, yeah. which is great. That was, I just rewatched yeah. that. I'm waiting. We've been Big rewatching old. all of them. The fuck great. is Wolf Warrior 2? What that's the top five. Wolf oh, Warrior 2. it's a Chinese movie. No, because it's international. Yeah, yeah. Box See, I don't know. There's a lot of good shit. Well, like, if it wasn't released in America, it doesn't count. Yeah, What's number real. six? So then the, bo- the so bottom five. number five? <laughs> the bottom five are... Guardians of the Galaxy is the actual okay, number Okay, there we go. <laughs> that was fine. 
Uh, then that boring movie, and then Thor Ragnarok. Yay. Wait, what's that what's boring, the boring movie? movie? Wonder Woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, save it. I've got a leading question. And then Pirates of the Caribbean and It. I didn't see a lot of these movies. It's going to get bumped off from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. It didn't make... Yeah, I mean, it made a lot. It made $688 million, It's huge but... for a rated R scary yeah, movie. I was say, that's yeah. It was for... crazy. Like, so I had no idea what It was about. I Wait, just knew there was a clown. What? I, you I never know. saw Tim yeah. Curry? Uh-huh. I, I had neither. I just knew there was a clown, and I had no idea like what the movie was about. And I was just expecting typical Stephen King like derailment towards the end. So I'm like... Was it you I was texting afterwards? And I was like, what the fuck was the ending of this movie? And you're like, yeah, there's a part two. I was you and me. Was it you? It was one of you two. But it was you and me. Yeah. But you were like, there's a part two. And I'm like, oh, well, that's why that ending was. You were super angry and then super satisfied. Like, this doesn't make any sense. They didn't wrap everything up. I think there's a second one coming. Back oh, 27 cool. years later. They're trying to get it cast quickly so because the, the kids are going to be in it. They're going to do flashbacks and they don't want them to be too old. Someone gets to hit puberty. So <laughs> the flashbacks. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, here's like this stranger list. Stranger Things. That's I mean, what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to pick off there, but what are some of your boyfriends. She's got um, like this mustache. And- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I made you an ego. <laughs> yeah, we're starting fourth grade. It's pretty cool. <laughs> fourth grade. Yeah. Blew out my urethra last <laughs> Um, on the on this list that you gave me, my my top. Well, you can pick off the list. Like outside of the list. Yeah, I don't remember what came out this year. That's why I made the That's list. What, you're looking at a list. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm gonna go with Get Out, Wonder mm. Woman, and Thor. So, which of those three was your favorite? Wonder Woman, for sure. Mm, interesting. Okay, John. <laughs> John, I'd like you to tell me about some of your favorite movies from this list. Uh, Blade Runner, a hundred percent. That might be the top of my list. I still oh. haven't seen that one either. I still haven't seen the first wa- one because it's so fucking first, boring. I watched the first one a few weeks ago. I oh, know. I think you texted me about it. I did it. not give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Did you have others you liked or you just saying Blade Runner? <laughs> no, Blade Runner. I uh, just saw Baby Driver. was way behind, but thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I love that movie. I disliked yeah. Baby Driver. This is why I just don't trust you anymore. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on. This is perfect for me. So you didn't like... <laughs> Baby Driver. Was there anything else on this list that you didn't like, Rebecca, that you might have considered to be the worst film of all time? Oh, you mean like Kong Skull Island or Kingsman the Golden Circle? Segway. Or Guardians of the Galaxy 2? No, I mostly just wanted you and John to argue about Kong or Wonder Woman. Here's the thing. It's like, I didn't love Kong. I just recognized that as a movie, it was laid out very well. That's Mm -hmm. it. It was just a smooth, well-put-together movie. Do I think it's the greatest movie ever made? Absolutely not. Is it well-paced and well-balanced? Absolutely. Very much so. It was slow as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you, of all people, would like it. It was pretty to look at. Because he doesn't have a penis. (laughs) (laughs) There's no no gender identity for Kong. He's breaking all the rules. You ever seen a Kong penis? Yeah, it's gigantic. (laughs) <laughs> what did you think the answer to that question was going to be? <laughs> Is he going to say no? It's 
2017. You can think it up. It's out there. And I've watched most of it. <laughs> roll 32, I think yeah. it is. 34. 34 and then roll 35 as if it doesn't exist. It will soon. Yeah, yeah. you name a porn parody. I've seen it. Yeah. Anyway, Kong was very boring. It was pretty to look at. I watched it at home and even from home I was like, wow, this is like intense viewing like to look at. But otherwise... The characters were two-dimensional. What? The... Sam Jackson was a complete fucking allegory for the entire Vietnam War and America's stance on it. It was beautiful. <laughs> Sorry. No, sounds, no, no, no. Sounds pretty heavy for a comic movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was talking. I was arguing with Rebecca a little bit about it on the way, saying that it was like a Jackie Chan movie. You don't go to Jackie Chan movies to see some amazing crime drama. You go to watch a dude fight a bunch of people in interesting situations. It's great in that movie. Like I did, I it's on my to watch list. I haven't seen it yet. I'm uh, I want to see it's it. It's fun. You'll, you'll dig yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, you'll like I just it. Tom Hiddleston, so boring. Oh really? Yeah, you got <laughs> like he has the opportunity to be like a fun dynamic like character, but he's just like a pretty face with a gun. I will say that. I'll give you that. Um, Thank you. What about your? Uh, I your think girlfriend? Captain Marvel is going to be one of the most god awful movies after watching Brie Larson and Kong. Yeah. Oh. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> she she shrunk down in her, her chair. Face. Yeah, her like she looked at you with just absolute disgust. <laughs> like you killed a puppy in front of me. Yeah, Did you guys see Kingsman: The Golden Circle? It is all right. It was not. not very good. It is all right. We watched it for the first time. It was all right. The second it one. It was. Yeah. It was more of like the same. It's, I would agree with that. My biggest, but like the first, like the first one was so good, it because it was so different and so unique, surprising. And they so they tried to recreate it with the second one, but just a step more. Like the way that the fighting sequences are shot in the first movie, super cool because you never really see it before. But they try to duplicate that in this in Golden Circle, but then take it up a notch. It's. I feel like not you're. As great. You could be describing the Matrix just or easily Wick. with this. John Wick 2 was really good. It was the same. It was fun. I enjoyed mm-hmm. watching it, but it was the same as John Wick. I think oh, yeah. my biggest problem with Kingsman and the Golden Circle is they pretty much just like erased everything that happened in the first movie. Yeah. Like that was, I, I actually liked the fighting style scenes. So to oh, get yeah. more of that in the second movie, I was like, oh, perfect. This is exactly what I wanted in a well, Kingsman movie. Yeah, it's not movie. that I didn't like it. I just, like, they know what, it's like um, in the second season of Daredevil where they're like, oh, we heard you like hallway fight scenes. Oh, here's another one. Yeah, or here's exactly. one on an elevator or yeah. a stairwell or whatever it was. Yeah. But I mean, they, they pretty much like kill off everybody from the first movie who didn't already die in the first movie. And that, which that was the part that bugged me the most. Like it just, especially like Roxy, she was such a big And they bring character. back Colin Firth. Which, so- see, that didn't bother me. It just bothered me that they brought him back, but then killed off everybody, everybody else. fucking else. Like yeah. Roxy, I was excited to see her like be a bigger character and have a bigger role in the second one because mm-hmm. she was a like you kind of got to see she was a little bit of a badass in the first one i thought we got to see more of that now that she's actually part like she was she beat eggsy into the mm-hmm. kingsman but no nope, she just gets like fucking missiled in yep. 10 minutes of the movie Spoiler. so <clears throat> meh <laughs> so i don't know i i wanted to like kingsman more than i did but i still really enjoyed it um, baby driver was great i don't know what the fuck you're talking about yeah you're broken well, what, what did you, like, didn't about you like about it? Yeah. So I really like Edgar Wright. I do really, really like Edgar Wright. I, this felt uh, too cinematic. Like it was too heavy on the um, 
like genre that it was trying to emulate. Like the car caper yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was too like I don't want to use the They word did too nuance. good of a job. <laughs> That's how you're describing it. Mm. I you know, I can describe it that I it was not for me. That's there you fair. Go. Not to grill Rebecca on all the movies. Well, but we're gonna go back to it here. strong. So. What about the big sick? I think we all kind of enjoyed the big sick. I love the big I sick. I haven't seen it either. It's good. It's fucking great. It fucking was really great. good. That, that it's one's, on Amazon now. That one really surprised Tiff and I. She was the one who really, really wanted to watch it because she kept seeing things for it, like people had seen it and were raving about it. And she, I, I think it's just been a while since she'd seen like a new, like good rom com, you know, would, indie rom com, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Ray Romano is so great in it. He that surprise probably that was really? probably the most surprising part of that movie for me was Ray Romano's performance. I was stoked to see that, and I uh, I don't want to be spoilery in it, but I, I enjoyed most rom com movies. You have like what is the structure? Like they they get together, they break up, they get back together. Mm-hmm. It's like the big culmination. Yeah, I really enjoyed that this film. They treated the relationship like a relationship. Yeah, like they had fights, things weren't perfect, and things didn't just come back together magically. You know, things. Yeah. Should, time or different situations well, it's sweet too because like it is their real relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah like going into that knowing how it you know how it ends in real life it was a fun watch yeah well and especially through the credits with the pictures of them and yeah. everything well and the, the it's a rom-com but like you could almost argue that like the romantic story is more between kamel nanjiani and the in the parents yeah totally, like yeah. that's i mean not in like a super romantic sense but they've got stuff going on between the two of them romantically like romantic struggles and everything and he's kind of just thrust into this and like so like i mean she is in his now wife is in what a coma or whatever for yeah like the a, entire movie yeah she's like barely even in it. yeah she's barely even in it it's really just about him and the relationships with the in-laws and everything i loved him too being able to see the parents and their relationship and that it necessarily wasn't perfect and they had their their problems that they were working through but he still was invested in wanting to have his own relationship yeah you know what i mean it didn't make him more jaded yeah i think the the that's a great movie the romance part focus more on the in-laws like in the two of them mm-hmm. and stuff like that was well, and, that was great and um like the struggles that come up with um cultures like a culture clash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally yeah. yeah with his family with his family and he is you know first generation trying to make his new life match like his new life mesh with his cultural standards his, totally. sho- his shoebox full of women <laughs> yeah so uh since we are a nerd podcast we had a bunch of superhero movies this year, and next year is going to be gross with superhero movies. So yeah. just to just to rattle them off real quick, Marvel alone was is Le- going to have like seven or eight next year. Lego Batman, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Wonder Woman, Spider Man Homecoming. You could argue Kingsman: The Golden Circle, mm-hmm. right? Thor Ragnarok and Justice League. I would say, but specifically superhero <laughs> movies, which ones stood out for you guys this year? Logan and Spider Man. I love both of those. I would say Logan and Thor for completely Thor different reasons. Really good. I love Thor. I think Thor, and here's the thing: I loved Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, um, but again, it's the second one. You're kind of knowing what to expect. It, it's. I thought it was a great movie and it was a lot of fun, but it was. It's not the same magic as the first one. It's missing that, and it's not to any fault of its own. Is it missing, or did it add Kurt Russell, the fucking greatest actor of our time? He's... I'm not saying. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell is very much Kurt the Russell best part of that movie. is yeah. especially Kurt. young Kurt incredible. Russell. Oh my god, dude! With the, with the I have hair. watched Big Trouble oh. in Little China more than any, probably most movies combined. 
Damn. I watched that like every night for a year. Cool. I love him. So, He's such a great character. It's like my pale Jack Burton always says. <laughs> so, but Thor, let's talk about Thor instead. That was <laughs> two hours of me trying to not get my seat wet. <laughs> <laughs> and did you do it? No. <laughs> I'm surprised you had any juices left after Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need to talk to you about Billy. Mm. Yeah, she's here. I mean, Un- she's right in front no. of you. Just no, hold on, because I Thor Ragnarok, I think for me was the funnest time in a theater this year. I agree with that. Logan, as far as superhero movies go, was probably like the most thoughtful, intense, and emotional. Like which you usually don't get out of a superhero movie. It was definitely the most unique of these. Yeah. So I, like I said, I enjoyed both of them for very disagree. Different Wonder reasons. Woman's the most unique. Oh God, go for it. Oh, God. Because it's about a woman. It's from a woman's perspective. Made by women. It's all about women. That's unique. That's special. Let me but have this. It was the same <laughs> boring story as everything else. I loved Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was very meaningful for me. It's fine. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I'm glad it's It's, it's good it was. It just... It was just a regular superhero It's movie, unique though. and special, and you can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> John, I mean... I feel like you're shaking your head. Do you have something to say? It was... It was fine. Yeah. I watched you it. Know, I enjoyed like, it, but it, like, I think it's cool that it was special for. It was special for, for me. I don't expect you guys to understand. <laughs> I loved it. I just wouldn't say like out of all the other. I had a funner time with Thor and. I hate you. Up. It's <laughs> like when Steel came out, starring Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was stoked because they're like, "This is the first black superhero. This movie's incredible." But time has told us that Steel. <laughs> It's not that great. Hold on. Who was saying that that was great? That happened. No, Just it take did my not. word for Fuck it. You. It did not happen. <laughs> take his word for it. Oh, shit. Rodney King. <laughs> um, so, John, out of all these wonderful superhero movies. Yeah. Which one did I like the most? What, uh, yeah, which a, a couple that stood out for you? I Honestly, I'm a huge X-Men guy. I didn't love Logan. Like really? I enjoyed it. And especially when I just went home, I dug through some comic boxes that mm. were stored in my parents' basement. It happened to Old Man Logan was right up front, and I brought that, read it on the airplane on my way home, and like... Made the movie even more disappointing for yeah, you. Totally. Yeah, totally. Interesting. Totally. So, here's the thing. Have you started watching Get Out, or... Uh, the Gifted. The Gifted yet? I haven't. Okay. okay. I'm all DVR'd. Really? It's good, yeah. So I also want to kind of, even though it looks horrible, has anyone watched Runaway? I know, oh, it's fucking movies? awesome. I fucking love it. It's okay, awesome. Because I don't watch the fourth episode yet. Book but... series, I fucking love Runaways. Yeah. yeah. The series was great. The, the show takes like a serious departure from the books, though. Right? Like, there's a lot of different changes. I never read the book. I can't. I'm going to give them to you. They are incredible. Oh, yeah, I'll be happy to read them. Brian K. Vaughn run. It like, is... what, I, what I have read is, like... The book, like the books, are great. I haven't read them, but I, you know, I've heard nothing but great things. And then, as the show, people are like, "Yeah, the show's incredible, really good too." They are both very different, but they are both very good. So, like, and I'm a sucker for adaptations. So, like, I get really, I'm a stickler when it comes to like maintaining similarities. But I'm, uh, I'm liking Runaways more than The Gifted. Really? Hmm. Yeah, The Gifted's fine. It's just the thing about The Gifted. Some of the actors are kind of weird, and then. I just laugh at. Uh, do these universes? Do these universes tie in, or the I shows independent of each other? And I was like, this show would be so much better with Mark Duplass I mean, instead of uh, Stephen Moyer. So uh, different no. networks. I can't yeah. imagine. No. They're... So the gift and the runaways don't tie together at all. But the, however, the the rumor is is that the gifted is tied to Logan. 
they have like Sentinel services mm-hmm. is like a huge and this, part of it. So and this is just a couple same years time after frame? some. No, it's not the same time frame. This is this would be happening. Okay, so in Logan, you oh. remember how they talk about the, all the X Men die? Yeah. yeah, Xavier, right? So they reference that in the gifted, but that's just recently happened. Like two years. Yeah, before. like two years before yeah. the events of the gifted, uh-huh. and and they reference it. It's like essentially the X Men and the Brotherhood were in like an all out brawl. And nobody knows what happened, but essentially just like like nuclear and just wiped out everybody. Hmm. And so now these are the the leftover mutants trying to like some people have taken it upon themselves to not necessarily recreate the X Men, but you know the X Men or the mutants are being hunted. So essentially, if you're a mutant, that's fine, you can live your life. But if you use your powers, you're fucked. So so they're like all in safe houses and hiding mm-hmm. from Sentinel services. Hmm. But Thunderbird really cool. is like one of the main characters, which is great. So is Blink, Polaris. Polaris is great. Polaris mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, the thing I I have been hopefully Dad shows up. You know? <laughs> See, and that's yeah, like I, I, so it hasn't been confirmed one way or the other that this is like in the same Logan timeline, but they've hinted at it heavily, and even like the show creators have kind of like, oh, we can't say anything yet. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> like so. I've I've been watching multiple episodes at a time, and every episode is at like a level 10 so mm-hmm. it is kind of like draining to watch it all at once it's very like, very kind of like the second season mm-hmm. of orphan black like do not binge watch the second season of orphan black because you will be exhausted yeah like every s- episode is like fucking up here. something major happen and and not formulaic either it's just the story is just progressing and every like mm-hmm. things just get more fucked up every single it is episode. very dramatic yeah very dramatic every like every choice that they make leads to another dramatic there's like a big reveal every episode I, yeah. like so so uh, back to you, John. You said Logan, even though being an X Men fan, that wasn't your favorite. Which one stuck out for you? Um, I, you know, I loved Lego Batman. Yeah. I, 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 it was, it was a good one. We it was, yeah, it's pretty damn funny. Mm-hmm. It was pretty entertaining, and I agree with what most people said that like it's more growth out of Batman <laughs> than you yeah. get in any Batman yeah, any, movie. Yeah, you know. Um, but I think the big one, Spider Man. Hands down. Great. Like, Thor was great. Spider-Man was the best Spider-Man, though. Oh, It was ah, great dude. to see him come back with honor. You know what I mean? It like, really, it's such a great movie. It was really cool to watch it in New York because it's a very New York movie. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. The fucking only... towers fell. No, no. <laughs> you weren't even there. So... So why was it cool to see in New York? Because it is uh, not even like a New York movie. It's a Queens movie. It does such a great job at representing the population of New York and just the diversity Mm. of Queens especially. Really cool. Like, I had never really seen that kind of representation in any other New York-based movies. I will agree because a lot of, like, uh, like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man stuff, like, it seemed like the population was more of a caricature of what people who've never yeah. been to New York yeah, yeah, yeah. think that New York is like. So mm-hmm. I could see it. So I don't know if I had asked you, Rebecca. I know I'm guessing Wonder Woman was your favorite from the year of all these fun superhero movies. No, I have a list. I have a list. I circled. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman um, of, of the superhero movies. Yeah, I didn't know if you yeah, wanted to Wonder talk Woman, more about that. I mean, Wonder Woman, I'm... Bias towards Wonder Woman, but it and Thor, I think, 
were my two favorites. So what are some of your favorite parts of what, I mean, so I, I understand why Wonder Woman is going to connect with you more than any of us around the table. Like, I'm not grilling you to justify your choice. I'll just say like, what, like, as far as a superhero movie goes, like, what was some of your favorite parts of I mean, Wonder Woman? Like, I will t like totally be the first to admit, it is the first DC movie that follows the Marvel, um, method of storytelling. Right. So it is very formulaic, but I think too, because it is the first DC movie to follow that formulaic storytelling, um, I and be a good movie and be a good movie. <laughs> I think, you know, that's what stuck out with me the most. The ending sucked. Sure. Um, but the exposition and the buildup and her whole origin story, I thought it was very well done and fascinating. Well, that sounds awesome. Huh? No, I just wanted to know. Yeah. What about you, Lucas? I mean, I think I'd be with John. I liked uh, Logan quite a bit just for how different it was as a superhero movie where he's not really a hero through a lot of it. I guess the shit kicked out of him the first five minutes. Yeah, it's a, I liked I like old West stories and I like that director, the 310 of Yuma and some of the other mm -hmm. movies he's done. So I, I really appreciated that. That's the thing. If you get right down to it, Logan's just a great Western. <laughs> and that's what they were taking. They wanted to make the big, the or the... The good, the bad, and the ugly mixed with, I think it was Unforgiven. I can't remember if it was another Western, but that's what Hugh Jackman called up. The director said, this is what I want to do. Um, I just, I didn't like the Xavier stuff. I would have much rather had them stick with Logan killed everybody. And that that's what was, was just going on. on the redemption quest, you know? Fair. I kind of dug the the variation where Xavier was like his father that he was having to take care of as he is now figuring out that he is a father. And I did, I really liked the the way they portrayed Xavier too as, because every time you see him, he is the all-knowing. He's like noble. the noble, like he's the head honcho in charge, but it this really breaks him down and shows him shows us that, you know, he is just like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we our time here is... Mm -hmm. Just as short for everybody. But all of that said, as much fun as even Thor was, there was parts of Guardians that really resonated for me. But I think Spider-Man, hands down, is my favorite for this year. I mean, being a Spider-Man fan, it's easy to say that. But I didn't like... I wouldn't say that about the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I wouldn't pick those for either of the years they came out. This was just a really well-done Ultimate Spider-Man story. And it focused on Peter Parker as a character so much better than we've seen it done since Spider-Man 2. And I, I've rewatched, and I'd still put Spider-Man 2 at the top of my superhero movie list, but this was just great. All right, so X-Men 3, right? <laughs> X-Men United. post credit scene. Xavier has transferred his mind to another body, right? right? We know he can do that. The universe has changed by the time we get to Logan. We know he is capable of doing that. So he gets fucking Alzheimer's. Couldn't you just, you're still powerful, couldn't you just transfer your non-Alzheimer's, just your consciousness to a different body and be totally, you could live forever But who, know, but with who knows, like, if the, um, like, the sequencing within your consciousness, like, transfers over to the next body, too, and, like, because... There's no escaping the Alzheimer's. There's no escaping it. But because it is, because pick it's a kid. Ingrained. Pick a little kid. Take a little kid, buddy. <laughs> what is the guy that directed Logan? He's got Logan? toddler Xavier running around. So there's a... Uh, they had said in the interviews that this is... He, they made this completely out of continuity. Even yeah. though it has little nods. Yeah. Like, we want a movie completely out of continuity. That's my understanding. Is it's, it's a different timeline continuity thing. Like a break off from Days of Future Past. And 
But that's also why they're, again, going back to the gifted, that's why there's theories on that, that this is that timeline that leads up to Logan, but it's separate from, it doesn't tie into Days of Future Past or First Class or anything like that. It's, uh, where hmm. Remind me, where does Legion tie in? Legion ties in somewhere, right? Like, how it? are they related? No, like, not how, but, like, they're, I've, Legion I don't think ties they tried into to a certain I timeline. I don't think they've tried to tie it into anything yet. Hmm. I don't, Legion was... Plus, yeah. I'm not even sure what year Legion happens in. Yeah, God, <laughs> Legion is so good. Can we uh, both agree, John? That I think this Venom movie is going to be a dumpster fire. Oh yeah, you got Tom Hardy in that. All they have—that's all they've said—is they've cast Tom Hardy. But it sounds like a dumpster fire. The MCU has said we have nothing we want to do with this. Like this all is, those movies, they're putting out a bunch like, of them. They're, they're doing do, a Mobius. They're doing or a Morbius. Or yeah. how, how do you do? How do you do a Venom movie detached completely from the universe of Spider-Man? Well, That's so they're pretty much gonna. I think they're gonna acknowledge Spider-Man's existence, and Tom Hardy is just gonna be like a darker Spider-Man, but Boy, he will be they, the hero of the movie. I hope they do mm-hmm. it like they. Yeah, like and Carnage will be Superman the villain. I imagine. Oh, my cousin. <laughs> well, he shows up in Supergirl. Though. Yeah, no, no, but like cousin in the, shows up. But in the first few episodes of Supergirl, like oh, it, the way that they keep referring, isn't to it Superman the Adam who shows up? She's like, my cousin's gonna show up, and then the Adam shows up to help her, and he was Superman. Superman returns. Now that you're thinking of uh, like the Arrow, oh, is that now what we're talking about? Wasn't this the big crossover? No, I mean I'm just talking about Supergirl. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, no, the Supergirl they have an actual Superman show up, but not, oh. uh, not Brandon. Dean Kane. Dean Kane yeah. got it together. <laughs> Lost all that weight. He's at the top <laughs> of my Hitting the hit gym list. again. Whoa. Um, Whoa. What happened to Dean? Tiggle? The year Tiggle 2013. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was at Phoenix Comic Con. Very excited. I'm a big Superman fan, and I will be the first to, you know, say I prefer Superman over Batman. Whatever. I was very excited to see Good Dean on Kane. You. <laughs> More riffs in the podcast. So you excited to see Dean Kane? I was excited to see Dean Kane go to find his panel and uh, standing room only, and they won't let you in the room if it's standing room only because it's a fire hazard or whatever. So I'm like, oh fuck, okay. Uh, so later I go to his booth and I just want to say hi. I don't really take stock in like getting signed photos or anything. Uh, it would have cost like twenty bucks just to say hi. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I see how it is. And then later at Salt Lake Comic Con, he nearly ran me over in a golf cart. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But really, like, your life is better than Dean Kane's. That guy has nothing. He's got nothing going on. No and one wants Kevin no, and Corvo was... just jerk each other off. Yeah. And so Ugh. I wanted to ask him about one of my favorite Christmas movies in which Dean Cain plays a lawyer representing Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so who's who's your favorite Superman? Um, I really like Henry Cavill as Superman. Really? I know. Um, Brandon Roth does a really good job at emulating Christopher Reeve's Superman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like Henry Cavill as Superman. That's my favorite, Christopher Reeve. But favorite. I think that's just because that's, like that's, that's all classic. I did as yeah, a child. Like yeah. I watched that. My parents had to buy three different VHSs because I wore them out. them out. I wore Superman pajamas every day for over a year. There's a whole year of my family photo book where I wore <laughs> Superman pajamas. But I think why I like um, Henry Cavill as Superman is because I really like the origin, the Clark Kent story in Man of Steel. 
the whole Superman part of it is bad, but the Clark Kent origin story within that movie, I think is really good. Hmm. I think it's a fine Superman. I just think it's too bad that like the stories and the scripts haven't been. I wish they would have let him keep his mustache. Oh, right. Why? Why not? You know, just let him have a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Who people cares? Would have been fun. Do you know Superman shaves? There's With a, a so a mirror, like his heat vision, yeah, heat yeah. vision and mirror. It's there's fucking, a it's pretty sweet. There's <laughs> a book I read. There's a book I read. It's like a collection of essays about Superman, and one of them was about like how Superman can't get women pregnant because of the way his speed at which his eject the pro his ejaculate. It'd be like a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it, there's a whole essay of about rats. it. That's it small a, rats. That's Jason Lee. Yeah. Have you ever seen Mallrats? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents took me to it when I was like five. <laughs> There you go. Explains a lot. Every time, we talk about, <laughs> every time we talk about this, I just think of the pro. Yeah, the pro is another good one with Garth Ennis. That I almost brought back. I was like picking comics to bring back from my, you know, because I like couldn't bring a ton because I can't have my suitcase be overweight. And I came across <laughs> the pro and I was like, oh, I'll leave Did it. Did you I'll ever read the pro? What it, no. So Garth essentially, Ennis, it's a prostitute gets recruited by oh, the Justice yeah. League, essentially. I've well, seen a trailer for it. I well, saw like give an animated super trailer for it, yeah. It's like a mix of that and trading places. Because these two aliens are up in their UFO yeah. and they, they're deciding, is somebody good because they're inherently good or because they have superpowers? And the so, aliens' how about names you? were Mortimer and... Very Garth Ennis. What's the... I can't remember. Train Places. Eddie Murphy. Oh, Dan yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. So it's Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Um. Anyhow, so the one says, all right, you pick anybody you want, regardless of their history, and I bet you they won't be a hero just because they have superpowers. Mm-hmm. So he picks a prostitute. And a lot of gross Garth Ennis-y things yeah. happen. It's great. And so, like, the, there was the one scene where the Superman character is getting a blowjob from I've her. I've seen, like, the yeah. animated trailer for it. What? Oh. It, it was it animated? There's, like, an animation. There's... I, I think somebody's animated parts of it. I don't yeah. think there was a full movie. I've seen some kind of animation of this scene. Yeah. But yeah. he blows the wing off a plane and mm-hmm. has to fly up and save it, and his pants are still down. <laughs> um, I th- I will. Say, I want to say on uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, mm-hmm. I really appreciated the amount and the how they utilized Tony Stark in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was perfect. Um, yep, just enough, not too much. Exactly, and the way he's kind of a father figure to Peter, and like when he gets like super mad at him, like I, I really enjoyed that relationship between the two. And I was worried that he was going to be in it too much, and like Iron Man was going to be constantly coming to save his ass, but. Mm-hmm. I was worried about that, that they were going to make this a very Iron Man heavy movie Yeah, because they're like, well, we know how Spider-Man has been in the past. So I think if we keep Iron Man in it 80% of the movie, then people will be happy. But they did they did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he was a vehicle for Peter learning that the powers and all those things aren't what makes him a hero. Yeah. And Michael Keaton, man. Oh, that's you he need is, charismatic villains. He Kurt is Russell, so Michael Keaton. Good. And I've like gone back, so I watched uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming on my flight to Minnesota, and since getting back, I like had the urge. I watched Multiplicity. (laughs) (laughs) So he is phenomenal. He's a great actor. actor. I've been wanting to watch that. My uh, for Thanksgiving, I went to my friend's ex-husband's big gay Thanksgiving. Very fun, very New York. But we played this movie called The Movie Game, and um, everybody writes down five different movies, and you put them all in this bowl, and then um, the first round you go around, and you can describe anything about the movie, just not saying the title of the movie. Um, second round, you can only use one word to describe the movie, and everyone has to guess what it we is. We played this game. We call it Fishbowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sounds the, like a lot of fun. And then the third one is um, like charade style. 
the third round is straight style. Well, one of the people in the group did all Michael Keaton movies. <laughs> <laughs> and so every time, like, I, I kept drawing these fucking Michael Keaton movies. So I would just use Michael Keaton as a descriptor. And then everyone's like, listen, multiplicity, Batman, <laughs> Mr. Mom. Like, just listing Michael Keaton movies. Um, I would recommend. What's the one where he's in anger management? He's like a mental patient. Oh shit! That was one of the first ones. Yeah, that's how he got the role for Batman. Yeah, that was a. What was that? It was like him and Booger and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. I want to recommend one thing as we wrap up. On Michael Keaton, go watch The Founder. If you guys oh, haven't watched good. that on Netflix, yeah. it's oh, good. That's I bought awesome. that like the day it came out. It's so fucking good. It's yeah, and like it's fuck like, McDonald's, right? It's a, <laughs> yeah. No, not fuck McDonald's. Fuck Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck what McDonald's Ray is Croc. now. Oof. Oh, and Birdman. I watched Birdman for the first time. Birdman's great. pretty great, right? Yeah. I love Birdman. It kind of feels uh, autobiographical for Michael Keaton. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought the same thing watching And it. he, just like his character, is a phenomenal actor. He can really <laughs> pull out the stops when he needs to. Mm-hmm. Pacific mm-hmm. Heights? And Edward Norton playing himself, the high maintenance pain in the ass. Yeah, character. no shit. Yeah, yeah, this, this is great. <laughs> he was excellent in it. What was that, Rebecca? I miss Edward Norton. Uh, uh, clean and sober pacific Heights. Yes. yes that's what it was clean, clean and, and sober. sober yeah one good cop and then uh <laughs> this is completely... saying words like what are you talking about <laughs> but that scene in spider-man homecoming i'm just gonna say it again i said it when we did this like eight months ago but yeah the scene in the car where the light turns green mm-hmm. and it just reflects on his fate that is the so fucking I, uh... that is the best villain scene in any Marvel movie I think I've seen. Yeah. This entire streak of Marvel movies. Well, him like turning around and just holding the gun. There's yeah. no, he's not threatening. He's just Never talking to him. When he makes Never like the him. subtle threat, the hint of threat, and it does the green, yeah. which is like the vulture classic cause. God, that was fucking I'm a, the ideal really moviegoer because I don't really predict things. Like, I know how stories work and I know how plots work, but I don't. Uh, I, if there's a twist, I'm like, I'm always surprised. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Aren't so, you writing an article on predictions for what? Avengers Infinity War? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, so in Spider-Man Homecoming, when they reveal that uh, Michael Heaton is what's-her-name's dad, I was blown away. I didn't see that. I was no. blown away. My boyfriend, They however, did a good job with that. LARPer, very good at storytelling, really good at just knowing how plot and plot devices work. He Like, when they very first introduced Michael Keaton and then they very first introduced the love interest, he's like, oh, that's her That's her dad. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're lucky I've seen this already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great reveal. Yeah. So, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. All right, dudes. Well, thanks for sticking with me on that one, John, so we could talk movies. Good yeah, job, John. Yeah. I, I'm here. I appreciate it. <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool, and we'll catch you guys next week.